0: Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping events in Colorado. Presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. And welcome into another edition of Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. We're glad to have you here. Happy Sunday. Today we're going to talk about a topic that isn't always easy to discuss but has huge impact nationally and here in Colorado. It's the seventh leading cause of death in Colorado and takes the lives of 123 Americans daily. Nearly 45,000 Americans die by suicide every year. And the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention is working hard to help change that. September is just around the corner, and it's also National Suicide Prevention Month. The AFSP Colorado chapter is bringing the Denver Denver Metro Out of the Darkness Community Walk to Coors Field, Neat place for it, for the fourth year. And we have the ladies in charge, Sherry Cole, who I've known for a long time, Uh, Director of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Colorado. We got that right, Sherry? Yep. And then Lori Harper, who's the co-chair of the Denver Metro Walk this year at Coors Field. Welcome, ladies.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. You all right, Lori? Happy to be here. (laughs) I don't want her to be nervous. (laughs) She's doing great. How long ago, Sherry, was it when you moved the walk to uh, Coors Field? That was five years ago?
2: Well, this is our fourth year at Coors Field. And we were at Islands Ranch High School for five years. For
0: a long time out there.
2: We literally outgrew the space, so then we had to find a new home.
0: And uh, we want you, because you, you'll have a quite a story that you'll be able to share with us, I'm sure. And right now, we want to find out what the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention is about. So, Sherry, I'll direct that towards you.
2: Okay, thank you. Well, literally, our, our, or basically, our mission is to save lives and bring hope to those affected by suicide. We are a voluntary health organization that gives those affected by suicide a nationwide community that's empowered by research, education, and advocacy to take action against this leading cause of death. Innovative research, we feel, is essential to our mission to prevent suicide. And as a leader in private suicide prevention research funding, AFSP and the Colorado Chapter volunteers work tirelessly to help create a culture that's smart about mental health. The uh, AFSP Colorado Chapter provides suicide prevention and awareness programs and takes a very active role in engaging communities and providing survivor support across the state. These efforts are contributing to a more informed public That is learning the risk factors and warning signs of suicide and supporting help-seeking behaviors.
0: So you have a lot of goals, though. And you you started in the beginning here in Colorado, forming this, bringing this organization here to the state. Because I remember when that happened. So what's happened with that since we last talked?
2: Well. a couple of years prior to my involvement, there were a few walks, but they didn't have the same leadership from year to year, and there was not a chapter right. in Colorado. Well, we didn't hardly even know about
0: it until you got involved.
2: A lot of people didn't talk about no. it and still don't, but it's changing. And, okay, and there's, that's And there's good and bad to that. The good part is that more and more people are willing to come together and talk about this important topic and the cause, and sadly, the reason why is because the rates have continued to rise in terms of um, suicide, not only in the country, but in our state, so... We feel like that gives us a whole lot of opportunity to keep doing things to make a difference, to help reverse that. AFSP has a very bold goal of reducing the annual suicide rate 20% by 2025, which means that's tens of thousands of lives saved over the next 10 years. And you know, we target um, not only you know research, education, um, and advocacy, but we, we have support for those that are lost survivors, um, as Lori and I both are. Um, We work really hard to educate people on how to provide support for someone that might have a mental health condition or who may have struggled from a suicide attempt. And uh, we also advocate not only at the state um, and local levels, but nationally for better mental health legislation. And as I mentioned, um, AFSP is the largest private funder of suicide prevention research.
0: And you guys raise a lot of money. We do. You you two guys raise a
2: lot of money. <laughs>
0: yes. No, you do. And we want to bring Laurie in here a little bit, too, who's the co-chair of the Denver Metro Walk. If you can talk about that a little bit. Lori, it's coming up here at the end of September, it which is. really isn't that far away.
1: It's not. We started working on it back in January, and I thought, oh, it's it's a long ways away. And now, all of a sudden, it's six weeks away. So it's September 22nd, Saturday, and the we registration starts at 830, and the walk actually starts a little after 10. So, at Coors Field, though. At Coors Field.
0: And you walk around the infield, or the, the warning track is what it really is. Actually, we're on the, the
1: concourse. We're on the concourse. Oh, you don't to you on the field? No. I thought we were on the
0: field no. one time. Oh,
1: on the well, concourse. the concourse is pretty big. It, it holds a lot of people, too. It does. On oh, it. And we're expecting about 3,500 plus, so. Oh, that's fantastic. We're going to need all that space.
0: And so. uh, we're hoping that people can still get involved.
1: Yes, they can.
0: All right. Tell us how they do that.
1: They can. They um, can. They can go on to our website and sign up there. And um, we, we always need volunteers, but we can create teams. They can create teams to walk, and they can, um, they can just come as a walker if they don't have a team. So, Sherry, what's, I, I'm drawing a blank. That's okay. website website
2: <laughs> um, the easiest way to register in mm-hmm. advance which we prefer we like to know about people coming in advance um, AFsp.org forward slash Denver okay so AFsp.org forward slash Denver and they can go to the site and register that registration will be open until Friday before the walk. After they, that, they can register at the event. I was going to
0: say, they can still register Absolutely. at the event if they Absolutely. just kind of just say, hey, I'm, I'm going to go do this today. They
2: Absolutely. can.
1: It's yeah. just a different line, and it's a little bit longer process. Well.
0: And and how do people park? Do they open them up? Coors Field opens up the big baseball fields or parking lots so that it can park there?
1: We have the parking lot A. and there. Oh, the big one. The yeah. big one. Yeah. And um, you can pay $5 if you want to park up close so you can save your strength for the walk. Right. <laughs> and then... And then you can um, also just, you can park anywhere. I mean, there's tons of spaces there. So.
0: And uh, how long is the walk? Is it a mile, two miles? or
1: three mi- a little under three miles. We go seven times around the concourse.
0: Well, that's a nice little stroll. Yes.
2: It's a great stroll. Yeah. And I'm going to add something about that parking, too. So that $5, it goes to the cause. Because literally, we tell people they can park for free in Lot A, but a lot of them want to get closer. Sure. And they know that the funds that are they're contributing to parking will be donated. Right.
0: So then, besides the walk, what you know, there's food and there's a party and and you know a lot of hugging going on.
1: <laughs> there is. It's it's a very great support system right. for all right. the people that are there. And there's a memory area that we have where we can people can hang pictures of the of the people they're walking for. There is a hope notes area where people can write little notes uh, about their loved one that they've lost or giving hope to someone else. There's food trucks that'll be out in the parking lot, and um, there's a new thing we're doing this year—a memory tribute that oh. people can actually get uh, on a on a stick. They can hold up a um, eight eight and a half by eleven picture of their person they're walking for, and there's a link to that on the website. So um, that's something different we're doing this year, and they can also put their loved one up on the big scoreboard, the brand new scoreboard. Up Cut there. it out.
0: The diamond vision. Have you yeah. seen that new it's, diamond
2: vision? It's huge. Amazing. It's
0: amazing.
1: It is. It's
2: well, amazing.
0: And you can put the loved one's picture up on that. That's a great idea. And that's God. fee-based.
2: So that's part of our fundraising too. Yeah. So there's information online. And the other thing that we have is a um, a resource and exhibitor fair. We have over 20, probably close to 30 organizations that will be there, not just the FSP, but others to help give information and support to those in our community from and they come from all over the I was state. going to ask
0: if there was something there to help people that are s- struggling.
1: Absolutely. yes. We have volunteers f- um, from the crisis center that will actually be there the day of the walk that if somebody's really having a tough time. And, and there are people that do. It's, it's an emotional walk.
0: Well, so. a lot of people have the same thing in common. And then, you know, you never forget, but it kind of gets in the past the farther you get away, then all of a sudden here comes again rushing back in with all these other people. That's got to be extremely difficult, and you're there to help them.
1: Yep, we are.
0: I like that. That's very good. You know, suicide's been uh, prevalent in the news the past few months with the deaths of a couple of prominent figures and the CDC issuing a report on suicide statistics. So maybe, Sherry, you can address this. What's your kind of response to all that?
2: Well... From our perspective, it means the work of AFSP, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the local chapters has never been more important. Um, As you mentioned, CDC data shows that suicide rates have increased across the country. And, you know, that's just sad. We want it to go the other direction. Um, Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States and 7th in Colorado. And so that week that we lost Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain... Most people don't know that we lost over 860 other Americans the same week. You're kidding. No, in the same week. And in Colorado, we lose over 20 people a week to suicide, and the way so, we look at it is one's too many.
0: So that number of 860 is pretty standard, or was that an increased number because of those two taking their lives?
2: Um, that would happen to be the same week. So okay. sometimes people are some people are familiar with something that's called the contagion effect. So it, it can put people at more at risk if we're not reporting safely. About, right. You know, loss to suicide. But also, too, there's so much that people don't realize that you can do to make a difference and have an impact to keep others safe. Um, talk saves lives and to connect and to understand. And so, you know, from working together, we feel strongly there's things that we can do to take steps to make this better. Um, you know, improving funding for research to fully address the steps needed to identify people that are at high risk, um, whether in a community or a clinical setting is really important. You know we strive very much to increase public awareness. Well, that's really important about the importance yep. of mental health and effective right. health care because you know people don't realize that suicide well not everybody realizes this, but this is what we want people to realize that suicide can be prevented, not necessarily in all cases, but it can be. and we're usually too afraid to talk about this topic and even say the word. And so if we treat right. our mental health more like our physical health, we'll get more upstream and we'll get more in front of this.
0: That's a great idea. it really is. And what else you' dialogue is important, right?
2: Yes, encouraging open dialogue um, about any challenges that people are facing it really it helps us better understand um, warning signs of suicide. Um, you know, leading with those who are struggling to help and protecting one another by removing lethal means from those at risk is a big deal for us as well. And um, you know, language isn't you know we've talked about this in terms of people don't like to say the word suicide necessarily, but how we talk about and report about, a loss. We encourage people to avoid using the word "commit" or "committed," because um, it may infer that it was a crime. And oftentimes, when people are struggling and they're not in their right state of mind, sure, if you will, sure. that's when a decision to end their life might occur. So it's not a crime. It's not a sin. It's you know, if if you had a, a youth that was struggling with juvenile diabetes. You wouldn't look the other way and say, oh, let's not talk about it and see if it gets better. Absolutely not. go away next week. Yeah. You'd want to get information. Exactly. Data, talk about it. Figure out what can we do to help and manage this so that somebody can be literally feeling better and stay alive.
0: But that's been one of your goals. As long as I've known you, Laurie, opening the door of conversation. Let's get it out there. Let's talk about it. Because that does relieve some of the stress of being in those situations, I would think.
2: Absolutely. I Most mean, people feel like, you know, if, if they can't talk about it, then they're, they're, they're bearing that burden. Exactly. So exactly.
0: Yep. Well, you two guys obviously are involved in many, many other volunteers, but you have your own stories. I don't know if you're kind of prepared to talk about it. And, Lori, I don't know you as well. I kind of know Sherry's story, but maybe we could start with you and how you got involved.
1: Sure. I actually lost a little brother, a younger brother, 23 years ago. And I lost my daughter four years ago. Oh, she boy. was my youngest and my only daughter. And just what Sherry was talking about earlier, um, we've come a long way. At Twenty-three years ago when my brother died, I remember my mom saying to me, Oh, my gosh, what are we going to tell people? And I wow. said, We're going to have to tell them the truth, you know? Right. And And when Cammie died four years ago, it was much more prevalent and— um, You know, everybody knew right off the bat what had happened. So that's my connection, and I wanted to get involved because I wanted people to know that there were other people out there that had gone through the same thing and that um, they were going to be able to get out of bed eventually and function. Right.
0: So So you got involved to help. To help others. Yeah, get the word out. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we we need to talk about this. It's not something to be in embarrassed about it's a situation that needs to be taken care of exactly and there's only one way to do that that's right and sherry how about you share your story if you don't mind
2: so in 2009 i lost my son david he was 16 um just two weeks short of his 17th birthday he was a junior at highlands ranch high school did not see it coming i learned later that some of his friends knew that he was struggling and had other adults ask me if i was frustrated or you know upset with his friends and it was far from that because, right. you know, if they didn't know where to go or what to do, that's our responsibility as adults to educate people and to help people understand that, you know, it's okay to talk and, and look for help and to know. And teens are very good at um, fooling us, I, w- I would say. A lot oh, of people you say, think? oh, that's normal teenage <laughs> behavior. Yeah. I, I raised um, four of them. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. You know exactly. Yeah. And so it's, it's, sometimes it's hard if we're not educated to know the difference between what something might be a little bit off or is that normal is it really not quite normal? So, for me, it was really important to understand, number one, how to just get through that time. You never get over losing someone to suicide, and especially a child, nor should we. No. But we learned, no. I've learned that, you know, um, information, education, getting involved has really helped me with my own healing and to understand more about the topic of suicide and what we can do to help um, each other. But in doing that, that helps ourselves. So, I got um, involved as a volunteer in 2010. I think that's when we first met. We did. And there was no chapter in Colorado at the time, so along with many other very dedicated volunteers, we helped form the chapter of uh, the AFSP Colorado Chapter in 2012. And almost five years ago, I actually became an an area director for AFSP. And at the time, I was supporting three states until recently. I now have Colorado. My primary focus is Colorado. There's a lot going on here, and we're very proud of the work that we've done, and it's certainly not done alone. Many, many, many volunteers with lots of heart.
0: And now that we're talking about the topic that's, hard for people to talk about. What did you learn at the loss you both had? What warning signs or gosh, I wish I'd have known or what for people that might be facing something. They're kind of concerned about something's going on at my house and I'm not sure.
1: I think the main thing is to just not be afraid to talk about it. Um, I think uh, one of the things that people think is if I bring it up, it's going to put an idea in their head and that's not true. I mean, they're already thinking about it if, that's the case and um, so just not to be afraid to talk about it and there's a lot of places you can reach out for help so you know there's there's um, Colorado Crisis Center there's AFSP has a lot of valuable um, tools on their website so I think I think you just need to be aware all the time and and don't feel guilty if you miss those signs because
0: Boy, well, that'd be hard not to.
1: You do. You feel guilt yeah. always. I can say that, don't feel guilt, but I do. But um, but I think you, you need to kind of get over that a little bit and realize that
2: you're doing the best you can. With what you have at that With time. With what, you have, well,
0: what time. you have at that yes. time. I was going to yes. say the same thing. What about you, Sherry?
2: Um, I've actually had somebody ask me mm-hmm. recently about if, if there was something that parents could do. What's like, like, what's the one single thing a parent could do to prevent a child's attempt and – it was a few things was my answer, which one is, first of all, don't assume that losing a child to suicide or anybody couldn't happen to you. Right. Because it's, it, there's no discrimination. No. Um, be bold. You know, as Lori mentioned, education information are so important. So, you know, I, I, we always encourage people to get educated on what some of the warning signs could be. A lot of that boils down to change. If there's a significant change in someone's behavior. It's just different from what it was before. It's okay to question that. I think it's important to be fearless. That's hard sometimes as parents. We think, oh, well, we don't want to tread on that water because that, you know, might upset them at the same time. You know, it's I've had other teens ask me in the past, like, well, what if I say something about my friend that's struggling? Then they'll be mad at me. And quite frankly, it's better to have a friend that's mad at you than one that's dead. Well, exactly. And so I know that's that's tough, but it's, you know, in, in tackling a tough topic, we need to be fearless. I think it's important to be very direct. We mentioned that as well, um, especially with our children, trust our instincts. And anybody, any loved one, friend, coworker. I mean, it's really important to trust those instincts because if you've got a feeling something's off a little bit, it probably is. And again, talking about it's important and being brave to go find that help and that support, whether it's for your child or someone else, um, there, there's a tremendous amount of resources that are available.
0: And you have a lot on your website? sources, information, where do they go to get this information? Because I know you're saying there's a lot of sources available. Where?
2: So AFSP.org is a great starting point, and um, there's information for somebody that may have had a loss, might be struggling themselves. We have different approaches in terms of the type of information that's there, and it's just endless in terms of what those opportunities are. And in Colorado, one of the things that we love for people to know, and Lori's mentioned is that – the crisis information in terms of Colorado crisis services. Right. They that That is a service that's available 24-7 to anybody in Colorado, and not every state has that. Um, there's a national lifeline number, but the calls from Colorado actually get routed to them. Oh, is so, that right? Yeah. yeah. And so they're actually amazing, and we can't say enough good things about the support that they offer. And so if somebody is listening now and is wondering, gosh, they might be concerned for themselves or a loved one, they can call one 844 493-8255 which is also 1-844-493-talk but right. we like the number so 8255 people can also text cuz we know like and I'm a little bit older now but the younger generation <laughs> Oh um, no you're Yeah not. well thank you as a little bit more versed and comfortable in their version of talking is sure, texting sure, so that sure. option exists as well so they can text the word talk T A L K to um 38255 and again, that's like a text, the word talk to 38255. So it's just important for, and you know, you don't have to be the person who's in an immediate crisis. You could be caring about somebody and just wanting to know what can I, can I do? That was my next question.
0: If it, if it's not me, but I'm concerned about yes. a spouse, a child, a friend, you can reach out to these Absolutely. places. Absolutely. And maybe you should.
2: Yes, because yes. you know what? You'll become more informed and educated, and then you'll learn about other resources that might be in your own community. Because we're very fortunate along the front range to have a lot of resources, But there are many rural parts, of not just Colorado, but other parts of our country, that resources are more limited. But knowing that these options are available, they also have data that's almost real-time about what is available within a county and and cities and towns and communities.
0: And, and Sherry, tell me how that's grown, all that information, all the people involved since you got involved.
2: Wow. Um,
0: I mean, I know that's a crazy question, but uh, I remember when you got involved. (laughs) And it was like a foreign topic. And now not so much.
2: Not so much. And, you know, sadly, not so much because so many more people are impacted. And, again, the the, the flip side or the upside of that, because I always try to look at most things as glass half full versus half empty. Yes, you do. Is that we still have a lot of opportunity. And more people are coming together because we are impacted. But there's strength in those numbers. And we have a voice. And by coming together and and seeing each other at walks, events, activities, we have International Survivors of Suicide Loss Day. The list goes on in terms of what we do all year. I can give you a metric that I'm thinking of because we met over the first walk that I was ever involved in, which yes. was at Highlands Ranch High School. Yeah, eight years ago. We were hopeful that the walk would have uh, raised maybe $25,000 and maybe have several hundred people. That first year that, that our group was involved, sure. we raised almost 75000 and we had um, over 600 people, maybe close to 700, if I'm recalling correctly. And now... Um, Lori may have mentioned this earlier, but at Coors Field this year, we're anticipating over 3,500 attendees. And yeah. our goal, our walk goal this year at, at the Denver Metro Walk is $275,000.
0: In just eight years?
2: Yes. 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 Yeah.
0: That's yeah. because you your work. That's what it's all about. And wh- what are you going to do with the money? People are going to say, oh, $275,000, that's a lot of money. Where does it go? What do you do with it?
1: Well, I mean, a lot of it goes to research and okay. um, there's a lot of programs that AFSP has, education, advocacy. There's, there's so many things that um, AFSP does. As she mentioned earlier, talk saves lives. Um, there's, there's a lot of programs that AFSP has, and it, it definitely goes to the cause. It doesn't just...
0: There's no overhead?
2: <laughs> Actually, we do have overhead. Any organization has overhead. Yeah. And, and you know but I mean. you want to be
0: out front yeah. about it. Absolutely. Is, yeah.
2: We we have um, one of the lower rates in terms of administrative overhead. We're less than 16%. Not oh, all, wow. Not all nonprofits can say that. No, they cannot. Um, and some people think, oh, well, AFSP, we just exist for fundraising opportunities, which really isn't the case. But without fundraising, we can't make the rest of all the good stuff happen. So uh, the AFSP chapter business model is it's a centralized infrastructure for um, – Chapter Functioning and Accounting. We have 72 chapters, that's 72, across all 50 states. Colorado has one statewide chapter. Sure. And this model allows local communities to get involved. And so that means by uniting, um, we unite with those who've been affected by suicide and that allows us to take action. At the same time, we benefit from what we consider to be the breadth and depth of a national organization that is the leader in suicide prevention. We, as an organization, were established over 30 years ago, and thank goodness for the millions of dollars that we've raised, as Lori mentioned, to conduct research, um, create educational and support programs. You know, and from that research is data, and from there we create educational programs, and we also have partnership programs that we can bring to local communities. And so, you know, oftentimes I've thought of this over the years; like I couldn't even imagine trying to make as much of an impact locally without the knowledge and support of such a dynamic, leading national organization. So AFSP has been very successful in making an impact in the big picture of suicide prevention, but it also allows everyday people like Gloria and myself, you, to get involved sure. locally sure. so that we can be part of the solution to this huge state and national problem.
0: So the walk we're doing in September, is that the only walk? Are there ones out in more rural parts of the state?
1: There are. There are seven seven walks total. And Sherry can tell you where they're all at because she's involved in all of them. I'm involved
2: in this big one. Here. No, I was going to say, you got the biggie. Yeah, she's got yeah. the biggie, yeah. And as well, a staff person, I have the pleasure of helping to support all the other walks in Colorado. We have Fort Collins. Okay. Um, which is, a, is September 8th. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Let me take that back. Uh, this is pre records, This is good. Um, hold on, hold on. Oh, on September 8th, Saturday, September 8th, we have the Fremont County Uh, Out of the Darkness Community Walk in Canyon City. Okay. On September 9th will be the Fort Collins Walk. Both of those walks are on their second year. So last year was their first year. Good. That's uh, early in September. Right, right. The 15th of September is a Saturday. There is a new community walk that's in Crested Butte. It's called the One Valley Community Walk. The following Saturday is the Denver Metro Walk, which we've been talking about. That Lori's uh, co-chairing. and. The last weekend of the month, we have three walks. We have one in southeast Colorado, and it's, I want to say, their fourth or fifth year. It's in Springfield. And then we've got one in northeast Colorado, which is Fort Morgan, and that's chaired by Brittany Frisbee, who happens to also be the chair of the Colorado Chapter, and this is probably her fifth or sixth year to chair that walk. And then we also have one, a second-year walk in Telluride on Sunday the 30th.
0: Well, you're pretty much covering it all. Yes. And is all that information, because people listen to us now beyond the metro area, website for all those other walks is it the same
2: afsp.org forward slash colorado so yep. afsp.org forward slash colorado and if you scroll down just a little ways you'll see a button that says all the events and activities that we've got going on and all of those right. will be listed
0: and all these walks is there a fee involved with the walk
1: no there's no fee um everybody can join for free we do encourage people to fundraise just because of the cause and but there's no fee i've
2: had several people call and ask me that question so
0: well, there's always – because there are some fees usually with some of the walks and runs that are out there.
2: Well, yes. And, in fact, you probably know this. I mean, it costs money to produce any event. Uh, it sure does. One of the things that we yep. do and that we're really good at is um, these, managing these events so that we're very mindful about our um, ratio of expenses to, you know, what what the event raises. Sure, and sure. And so – some of this, the smaller, more rural walks, we might not have as much to offer in the first year because we're covering the overhead to begin with, but um, we try really hard to make sure that we're staying profitable, but still connecting people and doing really good
0: things. for the cost. Well, you're doing a good thing. So if I'm a new person, I'm, I'm going to do this walk. How to, Give me some ideas on how to raise money. How can I make money and help you guys?
1: There's a lot of ideas actually on the website. Once you create your team, there is a team captain page that you can go to. There's... Everything's pretty easy. Just click on the links. Gives you a lot of ideas. Um, I share on Facebook all the time. Twitter, you know, all the, all these young things that she was talking about earlier, the texting and everything. <laughs> Wait a um, minute. We can do these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so there's a lot of ways you can do that. And, um, you know, for me, I've still got friend. I've got friends contacting me all the time, even four years later, that want to be part of Cammie's team. So... Um, I think, you know, we make it pretty easy. People can just sign up, and and we'll we'll help them do the work. Pretty easy. Yeah, it's very easy. And I
0: know I keep asking for the website, but people, you know, listen and they forget. So, again, all this information we're talking it's about is where?
1: AFSP.org forward slash Denver.
0: And all the information people need for help, if they suspect something going on with a the person they know, a family member, a child in their life. They can start with your website. Correct. And then all these other numbers you mentioned earlier, Sherry, are on that website, the Crisis Center and all that?
2: Crisis Center information isn't typically um, – well, yeah, actually, yeah. Short answer is yes. Information about the National Lifeline, right. FSP.org, and then in Colorado um, we have links that also can connect people to the Colorado Crisis Services line.
0: And since you both have been through this horrific part of your life – Someone might be sitting out here right now, concerned, worried, confused. What, what final words can we give them? Encouragement. What should they do so that they can be prepared for whatever might happen? I don't <laughs> put you in the spot on that, but I'm thinking. It's,
2: it's we, recorded. It's okay. It's yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
0: it's in, important to share. You know, just a couple of words. We only got a couple of minutes left here anyhow.
1: So. Yeah. Well, I, I think Sherry touched on all of it earlier when she said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to. Mention don't be afraid afraid to say the word suicide I mean it's it's like we said some people don't want to say that word, but you need to ask people and if you sense that somebody is is not right and not not feeling um, the way they should be, don't be afraid to talk about it and reach out to those things we mentioned earlier right. and and get help for you or for a loved one.
0: Have some courage you could save somebody's courage. life mm-hmm. I know it's gonna it's not easy. But how could it be? Ladies, thanks for coming in. Sherry, Jerry Cole, appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much. We appreciate you having us. And uh,
0: Lori Harper, you too. Thank you. And appreciate you guys. Remember, all it takes is a short walk to shed light on the important topic of suicide prevention. So register. Do it today for the Denver Metro Out of the Darkness Walk on September 22nd. It's Coors Field. Learn more and support the cause in Colorado at AFSP.org slash Colorado. See, even I got it out there.
1: You do? (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's the way to do it. And uh, if you have any questions, our people and ways to get uh, all the help you need at that same email or address, website, EAFsp.org slash Colorado. All right, you guys, thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good luck with that walk.
1: Thank, Thank you. you.
0: I hope you make 300000 I do, and too. I do, too. <laughs> I mean, I, it could be bigger. Now that we've talked about it, yeah. we're going to reach a lot of people. That's right. Let's get them involved. Yeah. And that means you. You know, they don't sit around and you want to help other people. This is a way to do it. And we want to thank you for tuning in today It's Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Hope you all have a good week, and we'll talk to you next weekend right here.